This podcast is brought to you by Midwinter, the cyberpunk fantasy graphic novel series from Revision Studios and Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, also by listeners like you. Visit patreon.com slash twoheadednerd today to find out how you can become a supporter. Yes? Oh, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Welcome to THN, cover to cover for Saturday morning. What is today? April 7th? Yes. It's April, but it's hard Sweet to tell because there's friggin' snow on the ground up here in Omaha, Nebraska. It's awful. But we're not talking about the weather. We're here to talk about nerd stuff. Sleep. We are right. your live call-in nerd show. It's like sports talk, but for nerds. So no one's going to kick sand in your face here. I promise you. It's my guest host. Mr. Keith Binder, we have five kids. Hi, Internet. I'm Matt Baum, and on the line from the mobile ziggurat, we have, pardon me, the satellite ziggurat, we have our very own Joe Patrick. Say hi, Joe. Hello. Greetings. Welcome. Nice timing, by the way. That was good. (laughs) You know, comedy is all about timing. timing. (laughs) Good morning, Kyle Fox. I see you. So we're going to get started here. I'm going to turn on the uh, phone lines. There we go. You can call us at 402-819-4894. You can always send us an MP3 to 2 nerd at gmail.com with anything that is on your mind you want to talk about. Maybe you read something. Maybe you're playing something. Maybe you just listen to something rad. I don't know. But we're getting into it right now. We, we. I'm going to push this button, and we're going to open the phone lines. And now on the regular show, there's like a big like a junkie XL thing that happens, you know, for all you drop, kids out there. <laughs> drop that, drop, drop that bass. Yeah, dude. Whatever yeah, the kids well, say. Welcome to Dubstep Talk. <laughs> I am your host, Skrillex. So the biggest <laughs> announcement we've had of C2E2 so far, the return of Elvira. Wow. Is she coming to comics? Uh, I don't think gonna... that even came out of C2E2. Yeah, I know. Is she coming <laughs> to comics? Is it going to be a live show? What does it tell us, Joe Patrick? I don't know. I didn't read the story. Mm. What the hell? We had no plan for this. C2E2 was supposed to deliver, and they are failing. Well, you know, that's the thing. We don't have any news coverage yet from C2E2, so we're just sort of wondering what happens. But we do have a question of the week. Hell yeah, we do. That I do have. Would you like to reset that, please? I sure will. This week's question comes once again from Harvey Locust via the TH. Chin forums. We've all been collectors of something at some point in our lives, whether it was comics, toys, laser discs. That, I'm, that's a weird addition, I'm going to say. I, Books, etc. I went through a brief laser disc phase. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> I did. Pogs, Beanie Babies, uh, uh, Precious Moments figurines, you know. We've all tasted that rush from the hunt as collectors, but we all know that we sometimes make big mistakes in the heat of the moment. What was that one item that you were dying to get your hands on for your collection so much that you overpaid or made bad trades for it? So we're talking crappy collection mistakes. We've all done it. We've all been there. Oh, man. I went through a Puppet Master phase where I was buying all those Puppet Master toys. That's not even my main story. I paid I know, I know my way too friggin' much for a pinhead figure because it had like a different color. Well, because it had a Freddy sweater on. That's why I was like, oh, I gotta have that. My first, <laughs> my first collection is in my mom's storage unit. It's a big, huge plastic tub of baseball cards. That's, hey, there's nothing wrong with baseball I cards. I don't know that there are any that are worth anything. Uh, no. Baseball cards used to rule, though. I was into oh, baseball yeah. cards and hockey cards, too. I loved Dude. hockey cards. 
course you did. That was so rad back You're in the day. You're a hooligan. Of course you did. Yeah. So we're taking your calls. 402-819-4894. You can call us live, and we can talk about anything your little heart desires. I think everybody might just be at C2E2, and they're that just could not be. calling us. I believe uh, <laughs> John from Burt Wieners. I think he's there. Hell yeah. And I try to guilt him into getting us some intros. What about uh, uh, our buddy about New Mutant is there? Oh, New Mutant went? Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, he goes every year. Oh, I'd love to go hang out with that dude. Yeah. When did we go? Don't last? you remember? You and Casey hung out with him when we went. Yeah, but that was, you know, or not, didn't, that was a while ago. That was 2014. Oh, right? that, was, that was the year. That was, I didn't go that year. But. Fair enough. By the way, Elvira is coming back courtesy of Dynamite Comics. Woohoo! Yeah, and nobody cares. Great. <laughs> but good for them. Uh, um, Apparently, I will. I will say something that I saw in the news this week was uh, DC released their sales numbers for DC Nation Zero. Yeah, which is a is million kind of the, copies. What pre-sale? Yep, their a big their million. big launch Holy their big shit. launch for the new Justice League imprint, uh, and also like setting up the next. Years worth of stuff, setting up the Bendis run, setting up uh, the No Justice crossover. A million copies. A million uh, freaking copies. I mean, it is is a 25-cent book. Oh. Yeah, it's just a preview thing. And retailers will probably give it away for free, but still, that is a staggering number. A million. Yeah, that's insane. Is this 1992? Yes. All over again. All things older. Uh, And on top of that, they revealed that Action Comics 1000 has sold 500,000 copies. Jesus. It is an $8.99 book. How about that hardcover? How's that doing? Wow. I don't know about the hardcover. I don't think there's pre-orders for the hardcover available yet. Okay. Yeah. And like, I get it. Like, it's got a, it's also got like a million variant covers, but still. Sure. 500,000 copies of an $8 book. That's stupid, dumb, crazy. It is the most crazy. It is the most exciting thing that's coming out of comics for me uh, in like four or five years. Yeah. Like, I've, I haven't been that excited about anything. No, it's super cool. This this is is the first one to a thousand. That is. I mean, come on. It's insane. Yeah. And all the cool shit. And yes, we had to renumber and jump around a little bit, you know, to get there. But hey, (laughs) we're there. That's what's important. It wouldn't be American if it wasn't cheating. I think the count is accurate, though. No, the count is definitely accurate. This isn't a Marvel thing. Marvel (laughs) is famous for being like, it's Thor 600. And then like Punisher later, they're like, Thor 500 is finally here. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) 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 What are you doing? (laughs) They should just give up numbering. Like just give up the count. Yeah. And just make it didn't make it up. Just throw comics you know, out. Two headed nerd style. Yeah. It's Thor for April, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got something I, I want to discuss. There I, was some clickbait news earlier this week. Ooh. Serious clickbait news. When Steven Spielberg reportedly said he would be okay making Indiana Jones a woman for the Indiana Jones relaunch. Right. Whatever. I don't have a problem with that. But he said he went on to say something very confusing. We would have to rename the character. Indiana Joan. No, we wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. Because it's a last name. It's a joke. Jones is a goddamn last name. I think that's a... I I really hope that's a joke. I think that was a joke. It better be a joke. It was not reported as such. I'm just saying. Caller. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover and interrupting this bullshit. Caller, who it is? JD got a catch. JD, how are you, my brother? How's it going, guys? Good. Real good. good. For those of you who don't know, J.D. writes for the site. He uh, also... Oh, we're okay. Cool. 
He uh, also reads all his stuff off the Marvel app. So he is six months in the past, and he doesn't know that he dies two weeks from now. So keep that quiet. JD. It's true. What do you want to talk <laughs> about today, brother? Uh, I want to talk about uh, Infinity War. Let's wrap about Infinity War. Hit me. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to know if you have any theories or uh, basically uh, why haven't we seen Hawkeye? Right? I was literally thinking um, about that. Is he not in the I, shot of everybody running towards the camera? No. Oh, my God. I didn't think about it. Uh, he yeah. dies. He dies. I don't know. He dies, and it brings Tony and and uh, and uh, You think they're going to kill Hawkeye? Yep. Okay, I'm calling my shot. Cap dies in this one. Cap dies, but Hawkeye dies first, brings Tony and uh, Cap back together. You think so? Yep. I mean, I guess if no, they were I gonna, don't think if they're going to whack. A I don't think character. Cap dies. We've got one more movie to go. Advan- uh, we've still got Avengers four. Uh, I'm not saying we don't. Yeah, but, uh, but I'm saying I'm, I'm saying, saying Sebastian right Stan too. is carrying the shield in Avengers four or Hawk or Falcon. No, it's no, but if they, Chris if they Evans read has the one room, more movie, it's if they, contract. If they so. read the room, they'd make it Falcon. It's Bucky. They yeah. need to read the room. <laughs> no way. You got to do Bucky. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, all right. So it's here's my. Yeah. I mean, I've heard a couple theories. One was. Just super silly, but really funny, which was Clint fires an arrow in the first scene and dies. And then at the very end of the movie, at the climax, the arrow comes down and hits Thanos and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's more like awesome. the Avengers disassembled where he like reaches into his trick arrows and like triggers a bomb. And he's like, no, not like this. Yeah. And he flies up in the air and dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he forgets how to take off. Of his own quiver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. The, the other theory uh, I think is he's just that on the farm he does with, die. With is the he kind of dies? The, what? Oh, Say that no. again, Joe. You think he's living on the farm? <laughs> I just. I think he's just living on the farm with Linda Cardellini. They had like another baby on the way. He's yeah. probably just retired. <laughs> yeah, he's working the hawk farm. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in a second. That's my theory. Okay. All right, that has that 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 works with my theory. But the other theory that I think works is that he is going to die in this movie. And at the end, they're going to find his body, and he's got a wrinkly green chin. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Man, don't even say shit like that out loud. Dude. <laughs> no, do it. Do oh. it. Okay, for well, those of you who are like, what are these dorks freaking out about? Okay, there's this race with a wrinkly green chin. Other than that, they look pretty human. Skin. And green they have, like, weird little ears. They're called they the scrolls. Like, they look like elves. And they are shape changers. They look like green space elves. Green space elves. Yeah. yeah. And they're shape yeah. changers. Oh, and they have, yeah. and, uh, they have been, Kevin, like... Kevin Feige's... Yeah. They've been the go-to of He's almost every dead Marvel character for a long time. They're either an LMD, a life model decoy yep. made by S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. that nobody knew was life model decoy that was running around drinking, killing people, having sex with people, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or well, scroll. <laughs> what what Jeff is referencing specifically well, is what? that there was a, like a years-long subplot that led to a big event at Marvel called Secret Invasion. Oh, yeah. Where they right. learned that yeah. the scrolls had well, secretly I- infiltrated... And replaced several members well, of the superhero community. Yeah, uh, and and they've and been that the, way for years. Go ahead, JD. Uh, yeah, what 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 supports that theory is that there have been set shots of Renner on set for Avengers Four wearing black and gold boots. Black and gold boots. The oh, Ronin boots. costume. Oh, the Ronin. Oh costume. my. They're not going to do that. Oh, what? no. What? What? <laughs> Please don't now, do I don't that. Know if I don't think they're going to do Ronan, per se. Considering he's got the family, yeah. I think the story arc for Hawkeye they're actually going to play is probably closer to Ultimate Hawkeye, where they're, they're going to kill his family. 
Oh, and that's God. why we haven't seen him is because there's going to be some kind of plot art that's a little I'm too fine with it. I hate intense. the Hawkeye family. Yeah. I hate the Hawk. Farm. I mean, ultimate it's Ultimate funny. Hawkeye was basically was basically bullseye. So yeah, true. That's I true. hated that part of of, of Avengers. I 2. thought it was I great. Hated it. I thought it was great entirely because of the stuff we got from Cap and Tony in that in that. Sure, those, but you can uh, do that anywhere. You can yeah, do but, that anywhere. But you can't have like, you can't have I, Tony swinging an axe, breaking breaking wood, and then and then you could still Cap, have Hawkeye Cap a just farm ripping it apart. Where he goes to hands. relax or whatever. Oh, yeah. But he doesn't need a family. I mean, God, it, 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 we didn't need it to be Hawkeye's family. It could have been a Shield safe house for all we know. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a Shield safe cabin. I mean, what's, I really you know? what's wrong with Hawkeye having a family? It's goddamn irresponsible. You don't go out and risk your life if you have kids and a wife. You don't do it. Hey, well, and I'm not talking about like firemen do it. I'm not talking about being a cop or a first responder. Yeah, that is, that is, I'm talking about going into space, fighting aliens. <laughs> what if you do it with right, the family? Listen, listen, listen. Fantastic Four. The Hulk, you know. The Captain, the Captain Marvel movie, the Captain Marvel movie that's coming out next year is set in the past and they are going to establish the scrolls as yep. a threat in the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. We know that. Yeah, and so and I gonna, think that if they pull the off a secret invasion war. style crossover for Phase Four, yeah, that I would be thrilled. That they would be it. amazing. That would yeah. be very. Cool. Oh yeah, if all if all of the post credit scenes were just like some dead body showing up as a scroll, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's so good. Um, <laughs> I think I it's a friend of mine uh, had this theory that how they're gonna write off. Or he well he how he wants to see Cap written off is like at the end after they defeat Thanos they use the time gem and drop him back in 1945 with uh, Peggy oh. and I'm just I'm like that's cute oh, and that all would, that but would be fucking awesome that's actually not, that's not how heroes go out <laughs> yeah, sorry but it would feel yeah. like it would feel like if if depending on how you feel about time it would be like all the things we just watched didn't happen no. Yeah, no way, dude. Tubes and tubes and multiverses. We all know that shit. Come on. Or yeah, it would be. It would create. Well, and also time travel in the Marvel universe. We've already established with like the original five X Men and stuff like that is that if you drop something back in the past, it doesn't change the future. It creates a divergent timeline. Yeah, yeah. That's come on. That's an okay. You watch any Doctor Who? Give me a break. Come on. Yeah, fixed point in time. Can't 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 help you. Sorry. Like I said. Like I said. It depends on how you look at time. If you, Fair enough. What, which way you want to... I'm calling look, my shot. We all know time saying, is a flat circle. I'm saying Cap dies in this one. I Not a scroll, he, he straight up dead in this one. I think he does. Cause yeah, then, I think, I think Cap get... dies, and I think the the fact that he's still contracted for the fourth movie is going to be purely for flashbacks. Quite possibly. I think you have to kill him, and maybe Tony, too, because you you want the next generation yeah. of, the, of the Avengers to well, be and the I guys that win. Tony dies in the next, in four. Yeah. You, you got, watch. you gotta yeah, have, Tony, you gotta Tony, have the new guys. Yeah, do Tony, all the good Tony will make the ultimate sacrifice and then you can still contract <laughs> him for a voice actor. They're yeah. like, Oh, he saved his AI or whatever. Yeah, you, you know? got, you gotta have Spider-Man. Oh, like you did with Riri? Yeah, exactly. You know? And like, so you've still got Tony as the voice in the suit or something. Or what do whatever. they do if they buy Fox before then? They're, I mean, well, they're not, even if they buy Fox before four comes out, you're uh, still looking a couple of years down the line where anything happens. Whatever, man. You <laughs> I'm saying throw Avengers that stuff four in. credit cookie Galactus. That's oh, my yeah. shot. That, yeah. <laughs> Avengers well, four. And as far as I know, Hemsworth is not like Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. He's like signed on. I mean, he's he's up for playing Thor the rest of his goddamn life. Oh yeah, he's heavy he's into brilliant. It. Yeah, and he loves it. And he gets and to Thor Ragnarok should all every Thor movie should be directed by Taika Waititi. I totally agree. I, yeah. I think every that last movie. Thor movie really like gave that 
that part of the MCU a shot in the arm. Oh yeah. I just had a discussion. I, I think yeah. it probably rejuvenated his interest. I just had a discussion the other day with uh, the THN consigliere Ryan Forrest about Thor, the mm-hmm. Thor movies, and he came from an interesting place. Like going from the first Thor to the third floor. I'm sorry, it wasn't Ryan Forrest. It was my buddy Justin Robert Fletcher. Did the, you say first Thor to the third floor? Third Thor. Okay. The character third, third was floor. very uneven. Very uneven. Yeah. Like, in the first mm-hmm. one, he was kind of cocky and whatever, but he was still very Shakespearean, and Kenneth Branagh was directing him. And the second one, was that also Branagh? I can't remember. No. Who directed the second no. Dark World? The, the, uh, that, some that Game of did. Thrones guy, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. Dark World was much more serious. You know, but it was still sort of our cocky Thor, but not a whole lot of comedy in there. They let What's Her Head from Two Broke Girls do that, and boom. Yeah. And then in the third one, when we finally got Taika Waititi's Thor, we got oh, like so brilliant. the hilarious Thor, you know, yeah. like out of his like beautiful blonde dumbass, <laughs> you know, like, who was out of his element and kind of watch that movie over and over. Which they sort of established in the Avengers movies. He was definitely yeah, was sillier say, there. Whedon established that a little bit in, yeah. in Avengers and Avengers 2. Definitely. And that and like from that point of view, he was like, I didn't so much enjoy the third Thor, because there's no reason he should be acting like that. That's silly or whatever. Yeah, and I, and I agree. Like it kind of spilled out of the Avengers, and that's where we got that character. Not so much the first yeah. Thor movies, which weren't bad. Right, they were just kind of establishing who Thor well, was, and I don't think they really consider knew. consider that by the point Thor Ragnarok came around, Thor had been living on Earth with humans for years. Two years at least. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and well, there's, no, there's, I mean, no, there's no real time the, stamp the MCU's for time moving signature. In real time. They, they, they talk about Dark that World stuff happened as though it's happening either. in real time. Yeah. So, so I mean, that could have been a Avengers while ago. One came out. What year was that? 2005? No, 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 no. It's after that. Uh, 2008 2012? was Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. 2008 was, was Iron Man. It was like 11 or 12. Uh, so like 20, 2012 maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 2012. Um. So like six years, that dude's been kicking it on Earth with human beings. So like. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't mean he just starts acting like a doofus. Well, <laughs> you're hanging around Tony yeah, I don't a lot. Think he's a do- I don't think he acts like a doofus. I think he's, you know, he's got a, he's got a personality. Humor, but- he, d- he develops a personality. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's still, like, capable. He's just... No, I'm not saying Thor he's Thor has idiot. never been the sharpest knife in the knife yeah, rack. that's what I'm saying. He's a goofball. He's all eyes and hair. You know? Did you guys did you guys catch the uh, what we do in the shadows reference in that movie? No. Yeah, there's a part where, they're go- where he's going out to fight the first time he goes out to fight, uh, the big rock guy that's played by Taika Waititi yeah. is like saying, Korg, uh, Korg, yeah. Yeah. Korg. He's like, uh, you want you want a weapon guy? I can't do his voice, but it's a, it's brilliant. And he's like, how about this? It's a big wooden stick with three points. And he's like, yeah, it's not very practical unless you want to kill like three vampires <laughs> tightly, <laughs> set, <laughs> tightly standing tightly together. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god! I loved when he was carrying the dead bug guy oh around. God. Oh uh, my god, you're alive! Meek's dead. That's sad, right? <laughs> oh look, he's alive! Great. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite new Marvel character. That's my favorite. Yeah, everybody favorite loved. Everybody I've loved. Ever he was great. Oh, oh, JD, we gotta let you go. We got another call coming. Good in, talking brother. to you, JD. Good to talk to you, homie. Talk to you later, guys. Bye, buddy. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who dis? Kyle Fox. Kyle Fox. Kyle How Fox. are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. The most actorly named person that calls us. Yeah. Kyle Fox. Kyle are Fox. you an actor? Definitely. It sounds like you changed your name Kyle for Hollywood. Fox. It's too good. You should be. You should be <laughs> an actor. <laughs> what do you want to wrap out today, Kyle? 
Uh, well, a couple things. First, I wanted to talk about the question of the week. Okay. Awesome. So, um, I don't make a lot of, I think out things pretty extensively before I make a decision. So I don't make a lot of very rash decisions. Okay. So I have to go back and, so, uh, I really like board games. I've always liked board games and, uh, it must've been like when I was 10 years old or so, this is not going to be the worst decision I made, but I think the best decision I made. Oh. So this is what, this is when I, uh, still thought Monopoly was a good game. And it's like the worst game ever. (laughs) And I was playing with my buddy who lived across the street and uh, I traded him. He wanted to be banker in Monopoly. And so I traded him the rights to be banker for life for a pack of airheads. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) And I don't think I ever played Monopoly again after that point. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You got airheads. Yeah. You still, well, first of all, you still got the deal, bro. (laughs) I know, right? So you can hold that over his head. You can, you can bring that up at his funeral. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Probably have to kill him first. Banker Uh, for life. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, Feelings on Ready Player One. Okay. Still I haven't seen it because I'm a terrible person. I went into it fully prepared to just let it wash over me and hate it. Like, I, I just thought it was going to be reference after reference. Now, I never read the book. Mm. So mm-hmm. I, I knew what I was going into. I loved it. I completely loved it. This was a really good Steven Spielberg film. Hell yeah. And it's like, we forget that Spielberg has spent so many years doing like very dramatic subjects. He's sort of veered away from his fantasy stuff yeah, and done a lot of real world historical, you know, I mean like the post was his last film, which I also very much enjoyed, but this that was felt, Spielberg. Yeah. Oh. This felt like a return to old school, like eighties, nineties, Steven Spielberg action. The Not that CG in it. Skull crap. No, God, no. The CG in it was amazing and not amazing because it was like, oh, look, there's a dude standing there and there's a dragon with him. But it was like in the video game world. And the way yeah. they filmed everything with this shaky cam in the video game world made it like more real than the real world. It was disturbing at points. Oh, man. <laughs> like how amazing. much shit was going on like in this video game world. I loved it. And it, like the characters were fun. The message was really good. There was like this underlying punk rock message behind cool. the whole thing, you know, and it was as opposed to like technology gone wild and technology's the enemy. It was like, no, people kind of suck. And yeah. <laughs> you know, like quit blaming technology. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we are the ones that are all obsessed with this shit and we've lost certain things because of it. But I, I really enjoyed it, honestly. And a lot of people I know that read the book said, look, this movie was better than the book. Because the book, oh nice, the book, the was book so, wasn't written by Steven Spielberg. No, it wasn't. But it was like so packed with references and shit that you just got lost in it. Right. And in the movie, it was very lightly handled. It was, it was just cookies after yeah, cookies. It's just it, like the Easter egg movie. Right. You know? You're walking around and there's Ryu from Street Fighter. You know, nice. and he's talking to Hello Kitty, and she like brushes him off. Like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. It was adorable. You know, because like everybody the, had avatars, and you made your avatars look like whatever you want, whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You know, my Xbox avatar is wearing a Batman cowl right now. You know, <laughs> but I really enjoyed the it. Book, did, did you see it, Kyle? The book also, the yeah, book I also did. has some. I, I saw it as well. Um, and I, I read the book before. And okay. I, I like both of them. You know, I think I like both of them equally. They changed a lot from the book. That's uh, what I heard. Obviously, because either they couldn't secure the rights to it or 
you know, they had to make it fit within a certain amount of time. Right. But I think the changes that they made were true to the book and true to the message and true to the story. And you still got those feelings. Like you got a little bit of that nostalgia, but it was, it, I don't think it like hit you over the head. No, it didn't. Uh, where in the book, it really does. Like it pounds, it pounds, it pounds. It, it's like eighties. And like, if you're into that, it, it's a really great book, but this, it didn't do that. And I think that's smart because now they can capture a lot a larger audience. If yeah. they just said, you know, eighties the whole time, right. They, they would have lost a lot of their audience, but I think it brought out a lot of feelings and emotions and, um, you know, bringing in, in that, the, those music tracks, like when they needed to. And it, it, I thought it was uh, really excellent and done really well. And uh, I went in there with a little bit of trepidation because I was like, oh, I like the book so much. I, I hope they don't ruin it. And, and I think they just did the opposite. It was great. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I thought it was really well handled. Um, the rights management for and that like movie the, had the, to be crazy. Oh, I'm sure. But the main character, who was like the guy that developed the Cyclops. world they're in, was Cyclops. like a child of the 80s. So like he he was into all that shit. And I was like, he was probably my age. You know, they said he was born like 1970 something. I'm like, all right, I can totally relate to this older guy. Yeah. You know, and it worked. And one of the things that they did to promote the book as well is they said that there was, there were Easter eggs hidden within the book, like kind of like a meta thing. And whoever found the Easter egg first, um, they won a DeLorean. And so I'm wondering if there's also going to be like, as, as you go back and as you rewatch the show, if you're going to find Easter eggs that are like hidden, like how many different Easter eggs and different things can they throw oh, into this movie? Good you know, Lord. it's going to be countless. Yeah, it is in, it is like infinitely rewatchable. That movie, it, that just, movie. To, just to see all the shit that's going on in the it background. Had, it had me when I saw the Iron Giant in it. I was like, oh. There's a really cool Iron Giant moment, too. Uh, I love, I love, <laughs> like there, there the, was some, yeah, there was just tugging, some great moments. Tugging on my heart Hold strings. on, hold on. I heard that the Iron Giant scene is like the Iron Giant suddenly got gun arms and he's blasting things. No, is you're that true? totally wrong. No, Somebody is okay. messing with you, bro. Yeah. No, you don't know what you're talking about. Quit reading. I, I heard a rumor about that. Go see like, a movie, will you? Come on. The Iron Giant was like, n- no. No, the Iron Giant eats an army of pregnant women, though. It's really weird. Uh, well, okay, that's more in line with what <laughs> no. I was expecting. What are we? What are we like? What, what are you reading your movie reviews on 4chan or something? Yeah, come on. No, nothing like that. Now, okay, I will say one place Trolling. where I thought this movie fell down was. The main actor was kind of a schlubby looking nerdy Cyclops. dude. Cyclops. It's Cyclops. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't like a gorgeous looking dude though. He was kind of schlubby. And he meets this mm-hmm. woman in the, you know, Phoenix. in the CG nope. world, the VR world. And he's like, I want to meet you in person. I really like you. And she's like, No, you just be let down, you know, or whatever. Because I'm an old Cause, dude. Because I'm not <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, and then when they do meet, it's like she's gorgeous. Of she's course. drop dead gorgeous. But she has like a red birthmark on her face. Oh, no. And it like makes her even more gorgeous. Right. <laughs> you know, like this seemed like it would have been a really good chance to just put in a very either normal looking girl. Yeah. You know, or even like a heavy set girl, you know, or or a dude, <laughs> you yeah. know, like anything. Throw in a There dude. is a moment where we do like you do have that like guy meets his friend and friend is actually a woman, you know, and that was fine. But I just feel like they missed a chance there. Yeah. You know, it, that was a little. Casey said the same thing. She's like, "Oh, come on, she's gorgeous." <laughs> <laughs> she's but, got self esteem issues. But I really enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun, and I did not expect to have so much fun with it. All right. Well, sounds good, nerds. I'll uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Kyle. You have a good one, man. Take it easy. Bye, All Kyle. Right, bye, bye. Honk. 
Ready Player One. Want to give a I want to give a real quick shout out to the people watching at home. We've got uh, at home people. My wife, who's watching from the other room. My wife. Uh, <laughs> what up, Michelle? Ryan Forrest, who you gave a shout out to incorrectly. Okay. Oh. Our buddy Patrick. I Ethan think Harrison. we have a call coming in from overseas. Awesome. Let's check on this. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? Live from Birmingham oh. in the UK. State me Lord Fungus. <laughs> oh. oh! What are you doing, He's sir? He's awake. <laughs> I like it when, you, gentlemen. when you call us, it says Gail's name. I think it's sweet that she's paying the phone bills. You mean, <laughs> you mean Q2? I, I think it's cute. fucking stupid. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> if she's downstairs, she doesn't know I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, brother? Go. How are you? What do you want to rap about? Ah, I got, do you know what? I, I, I wrote I wrote a script for this week, and oh. I went to record it in the car. I record the scripts every week in the car while the guys in the yard are sort of working around me, and they're always point, pointing at me and wondering what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and I left it in the office, and I walked out so I had to get home to get the shopping, and I left it in the office, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I saw Joe's tweet, which sort of said, like, oh, thanks, it's really great if you write scripts each week and all shit like this. And I thought, is he fucking saying something to me? And I thought, oh, <laughs> shit, I'm going to have to phone the bastards now. <laughs> I'm so calling like, you out shit, specifically. Totally un- <laughs> totally unscripted. Anyway, I've got, I've got three, three for you guys, because I know you're I know you busy. You. Okay, okay. And uh, growing beards and shit. Yeah, um, we're busy growing so beards here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking question of the week, right? Question R- of the week. Hit us. So, here we go. It was, a, it was about, like, what you had to basically pawn to get something that you really wanted. Right? Yes. Um, had a, a load of long boxes all full of comics, right? And there's loads of different titles in there. I go into my local comic store, Nostalgia, the one morning, right? I walk in, and there's this Batman Arkham Knight. I think it was the sort of, he's about, I'm looking at him now, he's about sort of like 18 inches. Okay. And he was like this fully posable figure anyway, and it was like 90 quid, which is about $130. Right. Anyway, so I walk in, and I'm thinking, oh, I fucking want this really bad. It'll look great. And the guy on the counter says, you know what? Trade some of your old titles in. Don't spend your cash. Trade some of your old titles in. I race home. I get a, bo- a long box. I race back to the shop. I chuck the long box on the table. The guy goes to me, hey, you're going to fucking like, check what's in here? I'm like, no, 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 no. It's all shit. I don't want it. It's all rubbish. <laughs> and I get, the, I get the fucking, what's it? Anyway, I get home to realize that I've now traded in a long box that had multiple copies of Walking Dead 100, multiple copies of All Out War, like the whole set, the A to, a to J, was it? Did it go A to K or A to J? You laid them all out on the floor. Do you remember? <laughs> yes. And it made one great big fuck off picture of all that war. Yeah, uh, they were in there. There were the full run of Mark Wade's Daredevil. There was loads oh. of one off that's uh, one shots of Daredevil. Uh, loads of Guardians of the Galaxy variants. Okay. There was time out. Time dynamic, out. You didn't dynamic look. Stuff, you know. You didn't even open the box to look what was in it. No, no, because I thought it was something else. I thought it was just shit. I thought it was Boo, the cutest dog in the world. <laughs> okay, let's say it is just there. shit. Let's say it is Boo, the cutest dog in the world. And you bring it to your comic yeah. shop and you go, no, don't open this. Just yeah. give me the Batman statue. <laughs> and we'll call it yeah. good. And your comic, is this how it works in England? <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. That I mean, wouldn't fly I mean, here. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. I mean, I'm, I must have walked out like with a big fucking raging hard on because I've got this Batman. And the guy behind <laughs> the counter must have been like, Jesus Christ, I can retire. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's um, your own so, goddamn yeah. fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so, sorry. Fuck hey, listen, my life anyway. Question, um, this week, hard, I've been reading. Um... Oh, sorry, Joe. I'm no. just to hear you then. What do you say, mate? He was just making fun hey, of you. Hey, buddy. How are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, Joe, hey, it's a Joe. Um, so I've been reading two, two titles this week. 
Okay. Bands Metropolitan, I've started from the start, and I'm up to volume five. Wonderful. And The Invisibles. I'm reading The Invisibles by Grant Morrison. I haven't got a fucking clue what's happened. Nobody does. I'm That's because you're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, okay. Now, you do the mushrooms before you start reading yes. it. You don't do them during. Yes, no. no right. No, no. You want to make sure it's fully kicked, yeah, you in, kicked in so you can see yeah, the panels got- behind the panels, you know? <laughs> Otherwise, you're not going to know what's That's going on. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Invisibles, <laughs> Invisibles yeah. is like jazz. starts floating towards your eyes, and then, you know that, it, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It. I, went to Glast- I went to Glastonbury once and did mushrooms. Glastonbury is sort of like where King Arthur's supposed to be buried. Right. And where all, the spaceships, just... where all the spaceships land in the UK. Sure, anyway, I thought it was just so a Coldplay big festival there every year, and fucking bands like Radiohead play there and just depress the shit out of them. And they fucking, and I went there and did mushrooms with this goth, and I didn't even know who she was. And we sat up a hill and did mushrooms one night. Anyway, that's the story. From that's the awesome. Um, <laughs> sounds like secret, <laughs> yeah. the Secret Service, right. too. Um, Kingsman, too. Yeah, so I went, to, I went to see Ready Player One. Okay. And it was, yeah, exactly as, as Mr. B said, it is a fucking fantastic film. Yeah. IGN reckoned there were 138 Easter eggs in the film. From start to finish. Oh, I bet it's more than that. It's gotta be. And it's bl- gotta be. Yeah, prob- probably more. I, did, I didn't even notice Deathstroke, and he was prominent. He was like right at the end, and he was prominent. I'm like, fuck, oh yeah, Deathstroke standing right next to his breakfast. I didn't Arnold. even see Deathstroke. <laughs> I did not even see that. It's probably got more Easter eggs yeah. in it than Pulp Fiction has, fucks. I think I was so like enamored oh, yeah. by the Godzilla <laughs> reference that happened in it. I just like, just like ah! Uh, <laughs> fuck. Fuck my poor me. wife. I, me- I was like, me- that's the word and I, I'm just, Mecha Godzilla. Like, Shut up. Christ. No one cares. <laughs> just fucking, it was unbelievable. I mean, it wasn't as fucking, you know, majestic as Finder's beard, but I mean, fuck me, it was what, good. What, what, <laughs> yeah, it was know. great, right? They, I had a ton of fun you know, with it. it was, Thanks, my lord. It was just, I have to say, Binder, it, it is a, a romantic time of the day, and the lights just caught you just through that window. It's, it's just, Listen, you know. Keith, you look like the cowardly lion, okay? <laughs> Put him on. Put him on. Put him on. Yeah, I just thought, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck that makes me look like at the moment. I'm sitting here completely naked. Um, yeah, right. So, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, uh, but next, they're, next they're making Armada, which is the follow up, right? Well, I don't know. And that's the second. It's the second book. That, uh, Ernest Cline has only written two books, right? Re- Ready Player One and Armada. Ready okay. Player One is, if anyone's read it and anyone's watching this, it is a really sexist piece of trash, right? Oh, really? But it's brilliant. Yes. But it's very, very I didn't know that. Message. And Spielberg has oh, really tidied it up. I like He's taken Casablanca, what is a very so, yeah. meandering story and tidied it up. There's whole sections where... Where the main character just lives in a completely different city and et cetera, et cetera. Really? Oh, okay. I had no idea. I did hear it from a lot of people. Like, look, the book was whatever it was, but I really liked the movie. And most of the people that like yeah, really the liked the book brilliant. apologize for it. They're like, yeah, I liked the book. It wasn't great. <laughs> I read Cormac <laughs> McCarthy, so you know, whatever. That's, yeah. that's just feel bad reading. You know, that's all that is. <laughs> I'll tell you what's really interesting, though. Uh, there's, there's scenes when they're in uh, Columbus, Ohio, when they're in Columbus, right? And I've been, I've been to Columbus, so I do know this is true. Sure. Um, when they're in Columbus, the scenes were shot about seven or eight minutes from my house. Really? Yeah. No. In a place called the Jewelry, it's a place called the Jewelry Quarter, and it's about, I'd say probably 10 minutes drive from my house. Is that. I drive past it every morning, and there's a scene where they're being chased by drones, and there's like a sort of van, they're in a van at the end, and they're being chased. Yeah. And there's all like sorts of aqueducts. And where they park their van, 
when they're hiding in the real world. That's about a two-minute walk from my office. No shit. So, so the, the no seriously. So seriously. the Columbus. I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll go around. I'll run, I'll run around in the car on Monday or Tuesday, and I'll get you photos of all the locations. Yeah, do it. So I know, yeah. I know exactly where they were, and it's really weird because you're watching it, and Nobody the guy's like, Columbus. "I'm thinking." Actually, I drive there on the way home, and then all of a sudden, he's being—you know—he's—he's he's at like his house, and it's being blown up or whatever. Well, yeah, crazy shit. I right? mean, I will say it did look. I didn't know it was London, but it did look yeah. very European. No, right? no, it's not London. It's Birmingham. Oh, it's Birmingham. It's Birmingham. It's Birmingham. Yeah, he didn't shit in are, London. It's Spielberg came to London and places. they shut all the roads. Sorry, came to Birmingham and they shut all the roads, and we were all just like hanging around, and yeah, it was brilliant. We remember the day it was filled. Yeah, that's all awesome. I had no idea. That's very cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm really, I'm really proud of the fact that the shit heap part of the film was filmed right near where I live. <laughs> I've got nothing to be proud of. <laughs> they didn't even have to like dress Birmingham up too much. Apparently, it's like you know what? No, no, no. You I know what? Not, Don't change anything. Think, this is perfect. It looks just <laughs> like that shithole Columbus. I think they, they probably knocked something over or spilt something and did three dollars worth of improvement. I would imagine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry, Lord Fungus, thank you for your call, brother. It's always good to hear from you. This is great. Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Look, I'll get off the line because I'm going to go and eat now because uh, Queenie's giving me some real shit. She's saying, like, the burgers are ready and we've got to go and eat. All and right, watch then. TV, so yeah, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Don't Guys, get Queenie I love hangry. you all. You're all fucking brilliant. Don't ever go changing. Oh, love we'll you too, that. brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks Later, for bro. calling, buddy. No problem. See you later, guys. Bye. 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 Mad love for Ready Player One. This is nuts. Uh,. Hey guys, we want to take a quick minute to thank our sponsor for this month, Midwinter from Revision Studios. Midwinter is a long-form graphic novel that meshes cyberpunk, fantasy, a little bit of horror. It's got action and intrigue, magic, cyborgs, mutants, all that stuff, everything in between. Midwinter is the product of a group of local indie creators, a really talented bunch of people. Uh, the creator of Midwinter, Kayla, is an old classmate and friend of mine, and I've had the pleasure of seeing her develop this project over the last six or seven years, and it's just been a pleasure seeing her bring this project to life. If you go to their Kickstarter now, you can help them fund issue seven of the current series. Uh, those issues will eventually get collected into graphic novel formats. If you are a new fan, you can get all of the back issues through the fundraiser campaign. There's also a lot of great rewards like keychains and prints and posters. You can even have your own face inserted into Midwinter as a character. To find the fundraiser, you can go to kickstarter.com and search Midwinter Issue 7 or go to midwintercomic.com and click support to find the Kickstarter banner. Uh, these are some really deserving indie creators that need your help to keep their book going. It's a worthy project and they are fans and supporters of THN, so show them some love. Thank you, Midwinter, for sponsoring the two-headed nerd this month. This is nuts. Uh, Kyle Fox in the chat said that the Armada book was awful, but it would make a great movie. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, he and Ernest Klein sold the movie rights to Armada before the book was even finished. Oh, of course he did. Well, I, I mean, mean, I mean, yeah, that happens like, that's a, a thing lot. that's d a daily occurrence. Well, yeah. I mean, Ready Player One was such a huge hit that I'm sure that people yeah. were watching him. I'm sure. Well, I mean, so he just had, with comics. Like, he could have just phoned it out. in. Remember Thief of Thieves? It was like issue number oh, one. And they were like, sold! And then we never got a show. I think, yeah. oh, Outcast's, Outcast was make, being made into a show before the first issue yeah, ever came that's out. that's true. All right, we got a call. We got a call. Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover. Caller, who this? This is Ethan. 
This is Ethan. This is Ethan. The humans are dead. He's awake. Good morning, robot Ethan. How are you, sir? The humans are dead. I'm slightly hungover, but I'm awake and listening to you guys. Fair enough. Cool. Welcome to the club. What do you want to rap about today? Yeah. We keep Welcome it, to the hungover club. Should we keep it down? Should uh, we keep it down? Look at our hair. I mean, you tell me. <laughs> uh, I forgot to tell you guys a cool little uh, Emerald City story. Uh, I was hearing you guys putting in those intros that I recorded with some of those fools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan Brown. That was pretty hilarious. He was he great. For the intro. Okay, tell us the story. Can I hear you anymore? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. okay there you are. You now. <laughs> Sorry, you blinked it. out for a second. Sorry. Uh, so, uh, Mateo Scalera, not only is he an amazing artist, but he's a super big badass. So, I go on the second day of the con, try to track him down to see if I can get a commission from him. Because right. I'm like, I could either just buy a bunch of prints that I'll never actually get frames for and put yeah. in my house, or I'll just put a ton of money and get something special. So I'm like, all right, I found him. I'm like, I, can you do a commission for me? And he's like, Oh man, I am completely booked up. So I doubt it. I'm like, damn it. And he's like, well, if I can, I'll just do a bust and then I'll have to call you. And then on Sunday and I'll let you know if it's done and then at, or I'll let you know if I can, then you'll come pay me. Right. And then, and then I'll do it. I'm like, okay. I'm like, Catwoman, I don't want to do that for my girlfriend. And so I'm like, all right, oh, see nice. ya. So the next day I go to see if he's there. Can't find him at the booth. I'm like, ah, not going to happen. Then the last day I go look at his booth like 10 times. He's not there. I'm like, well, fucking, he has my phone number, but he's from Italy. Right. And so I'm like, ah, it's not going to happen. Italians. So then I start spending money. I buy like everything from Terry Moore, every book he oh, has nice. there. Very and nice. all this other stuff. Cool. I leave the con. I'm at dinner, and on all of a sudden, because at the con there's no service, I see my phone from four hours ago. It has a text from Italy that says, "Hey, your commission's done." Whoa. Well, the con is over in two minutes, and I'm like a mile away. <laughs> so I'm trying to text him. I'm like, "I am not there. The con's closing." I'm like, "I will sprint there." And we're trying to talk about how I'm going to be able to pay for it. And like, he's leaving on a plane. Right. So it doesn't know how it's going to work. Anyway, I sprint all the way there. He, they won't let me inside the con. They're like blocking me. And somehow he like finds me, gets to me, gives me his actual pass, which oh is cool. Now I have his name on the pass and he hooked me up. And so Whoa. I got the commission and it looks beautiful and he's a total badass for going out of the way to help some guy that he probably thought was going to ghost him on the money. Mateo Scalera. Nice. What a yeah. badass. I that, love that dude. Yeah. By the he's way. great. He just did a backup in last week's issue of the crow memento Mori. And it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the crow. It was so good. It was like a female crow. Oh man. That guy is so stupid talented. Yeah, he is. So I thought the story was going like to end it, but I do that you did. didn't think the commission was going to happen, so you spent all your money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then that oh, was great went. because then I was pretty fucked because I spent <laughs> way more hundreds of dollars than I wanted to. So he well, definitely that also that answers the question of the week. There you go. It does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. But the question of the week is about regrets, though. So No, I mean, not regrets. Just oh, like you regrets. went overboard. True. Yeah. yeah, I regret buying the other things that I shouldn't have. Because <laughs> you could have got them on Amazon. That counts. 
Excellent story, sir. So I'll take a photo awesome. and I'll post it so you guys can see. Please it do because it is gorgeous. He did a Catwoman bust and she looks like Audrey Hepburn and like I just didn't. I said nice. nothing except just Catwoman. Was it and, the Brubaker uh, Catwoman oh with the God. goggles and stuff? Say that again. Was it the Brubaker Catwoman with the goggles? Yeah, it is. That's yep. my favorite one. The Darwin, the Darwin Cook, Cook one. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, and she's so just good. holding her like pearls that are like she's got some a jewel with some pearls and yeah man it's it's amazing so I'll post that so you guys can see it Please and then do. when I got yeah, home he, and showed my girlfriend Ethan. she like stared at it for a whole hour and she was just like so shocked so it was awesome <laughs> that's so awesome <laughs> Ethan post it this afternoon and I'll use it as the show art for this episode there you nice. go nice nice all right okay Ethan thank you for your Sounds call good, brother guys. always good to hear from yeah, you yeah have a good weekend all right sober up. Bye, buddy. All right. So Ethan cut someone else off that was calling earlier. This is the thing that I like about like the smaller, quote unquote, smaller cons. Like you can just like have the yeah. greatest interactions with actual creators. Yeah. Like, and you can't. These, yeah. You like, can't do it at like WonderCon, C2E2, yeah. or, or like, or like, or like New, even New York. New it's York impossible at San yeah. Diego. Oh, I mean, yeah. like, do, just, do comic creators even go to that anymore? Yes, they do. They're just treated like shit when they do. Is there two calls? Thank you for calling. And they're too tired to talk. Cover to cover. Caller, who this? Hey, this is John Bunger calling in live from the floor at C2E2. John Bunger, you son of a bitch. You beautiful (laughs) bastard. I wanted to go. I know you did. I'm standing here with Jason Farrell. Nice. Matt, and he's like, pissed you're not here. Uh, Really mad. I almost left. He almost left. <laughs> he almost flew right back to Portland. Jason plays D&D but with us uh, nice. online. Jason's a great guy. He's from Portland. He's a Trailblazers fan, but we don't hold that against him. You know? Hey, I know some Trailblazers. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Keith? I haven't talked to you in a while. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, dude. I wish uh, I was I'm in here, Chicago. I'm here in Artist Alley at uh, my friend's booth, the, the Kingbone Press booth. Nice. Uh, where, where they are slinging their comics. Good name. I spent hundreds of dollars yesterday, so today I'm just looking at stuff and I, I hit my wallet in my zip pocket. Good for you. You're supposed and to spend all your money on it, Sunday. Yeah, you're not supposed to shop till Sunday though. That's when you get the deals. Yep. That's when you get the I know. I'm probably driving back Sunday deals. though and not coming to the con, but Okay. Fair eh, enough. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What's the question of the week this week? Okay, we were talking about uh collecting collecting, right? Mistakes you made. Maybe something yeah. you got rid of to collect something stupid or you overpaid for you know, something that you're a little regretful of, like something embarrassing. Something you, something you, you really wanted, that you but you overpaid went for too far yes. paying for it. Okay. Or you traded something good for it. Uh, okay, so I just recently bought the six Marvel Legends figures to do a Build-A-Hulk. Okay. And then I found a Hulk statue that is from the same Ragnarok in his Ragnarok Planet Hulk armor that is, like, way cooler and <laughs> only, like, 35 bucks. Oh. So, yep, yep. Uh, the Hello figure's pretty cool, though, but that's about it. Oh. I did, you know, Dana, yeah. you know, whatever. Grab- uh, Aries got a worse kind of cool, too, I guess. There you go. Grab the nearest quote-unquote famous person and ask them the same thing. <laughs> um, okay, Jill Thompson's across from these guys. Oh, I love Jill Thompson. Yes, yes, ask her. <laughs> Just okay. Just be like, hey, okay. you're alive on a podcast. Hi, <laughs> hi, Don't do uh, that. Don't do that. Too Don't late. Do that. It's too late. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jill Thompson just told John to fuck off. Yeah. Oh, no, that was that was just somebody who was holding her place. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? Amazing. Know? 
Do you not know what Jill Thompson looks yeah, like? Yeah, she's pretty unmis- she's pretty unmistakable. She's got like long curly red hair. You yeah, know? she's great. <laughs> See if Brian um, has real. But I guess all those white girls look okay. the same to you, huh, John? Nope. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know what she looks like. Uh, okay. See if there's a bald guy. Ramos is not at his booth. Let's see. If there's a okay, there's a huge line for Jason awesome. Aaron, so I can't do that. Yeah, he, okay. Too cool. Now, John, while you're there, I demand intros from all these people. Just go yes. up to them and and use your voice memos. <laughs> Say, my buddies can't be here because they're lazy and they don't have any money, and I am supposed to get intros from you. John, I got another call coming in, though, and this guy's called three times, so I got to cut you off, brother. No problem, man. I'll talk to you later. Have a blast. All right. Love you, buddy. Bye, John. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, you finally friggin' got through. Who dis? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Yay. Thank you for continuing to try, brother. I appreciate that. You got... You guys got a lot of calls today. That's really good. Yeah, we're getting some calls. This is the, uh, awesome. for those who don't know, the god emperor of the THN forums, we, Brian we, Domingos. We almost got Jason Aaron on the phone. Yeah. I'm just going to say we almost got We almost got Jill Thompson on the phone, Almost. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I we heard could you just almost say, got Jason Aaron uh, like, on the phone. That's awesome. Like Jimmy Kimmel never has time for Matt Damon. Like we had to cut Jason <laughs> yeah. Aaron. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. We'll get to you next time. <laughs> we'll see you next you know, time. He, he, he always gets bumped, right? Always yeah. bumped. What do you want to yeah, wrap about bumped. today, Brian? Um, you know, the, um, the last, um, it's, you know, that weird time warp of episodes and when they were recorded, um, <laughs> last week's when you're talking about daredevil Yes. and you know how the book is not good. Yes. And I totally agree with you. It's not that it's not good. It's that's the thing that's killing me about daredevil is Charles soul seems to have a really good hold on Matt Murdock and on Wilson Fisk and like the world around them. I just don't care about this dumb plot. I don't care about Mayor Fisk. I don't care about Matt as the deputy mayor. It's it's just dumb, you know? It's just not that working. I, the book I is not good. Like, yes, the book is not good. Yes, the book is not good. There. All right. Man. Um I like I feel like the like the Wilson Fisk as mayor is a reasonable idea. I guess. But I don't think he did not earn it. No. Like, Soul did not earn it because Matt was in, like, China for some indeterminate amount of time. Remember, like, two arcs ago? Right. And he attacked by, like, the hand, and that's when, like, Blindspot got his eyes back or whatever crap nonsense that was. Yeah. And then he comes back, and it's, like, the inauguration of Fisk, and he's like, what? And, yeah. and then there's, like, all this this exposition about, oh, there, he was a write-in, and it was really fast. And, and I don't know. It's just, like... Did did they say you need to do this now or never? And so rather than doing this, you know, three arcs from now, he forced it in between other things. Yeah, I don't know. And it, I don't know. We've got a bunch of Marvel like resets coming down the pike, too. So I don't know if they just had him like rush his endgame story before whoever takes over Daredevil next. I They've got to figure something out with Daredevil, though. It's been too long. That this character just sort of like been toiling yeah you know and just doing well, nothing i mean just treading water the big thing that that resonated for me that you said was the uh it, it reminds me of the diggle era yes Ooh, that's it's that it's like oh this is in between when there's a really good run and then like a bad one yeah. and then it gets back to good and this is the bad one right now yeah Okay, now let me ask is you it, this. Yeah. Who comes in to take over Daredevil? Who comes in and gives like Daredevil a fresh take right now? Especially when Marvel is like... Jeff sort Johns! Of, sort Wait. of hemorrhaging creators, you know? Who do you get to do Daredevil? Hire somebody from DC. Um, how many books can Donny Cates write? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's, that's he, exactly you know, they, what I was thinking. Donny Cates is a good choice. I hadn't thought of that. And he's, I think he's pretty tied up right now, though. 
Um, yeah, Matthew I mean, Rosenberg got, would be good. Rosenberg's does, got he like, does kind of street level stuff. But Rosenberg's also got like four books. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind out. seeing like a female take on Daredevil. Has a woman ever written Daredevil? Anna Senti wrote Daredevil for a long time. Okay, a different woman. <laughs> and Nascenti <laughs> wrote Daredevil again, and it wasn't good. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> no, she, um, what? she yeah, did. Yeah, I'd be down for that. I mean, I, I it's just this whole, I don't know. The, like, I thought I was a Charles Still fan, because, I like, I love Swamp Thing. Like, the new 52 Swamp Thing. It was so good. Is like it was so good. So cool. So good. And then, but, like, I've liked nothing that he's done at Marvel. And I was like, all right, I love Daredevil. Like, I own more yeah. Daredevil stuff than any other than like an X book sort of thing, but right. more daredevil than cap or iron man, like any of that stuff. And like, I'm, I'm, you know, for the last 20 years, I've been, you know, I've been there since Marvel nights and even a little before that and all the way through. And, yeah. um, I don't know. I'm just like, this is, it's not doing it for me. And the, the whole, like, I didn't, I mean, I looking back, I kind of like the Scott McDaniel black costume. I think it's kind of funny. And in the time, it kind of works. I mean, it's very dated. Yeah. But then they do this black thing for no reason. Yeah. Because yeah, he has his secret identity again. And I don't know. I just it doesn't make any sense. And then the plot that they used was like, oh well, the purple man's kids convinced everyone to not know who you are. Yeah. So that's why. And it's like what? Like that? That's the mystery. Like. It's kind of it's kind of lame. Like it's, everything ends, yeah. and it's like, oh, that's kind of lame. It's definitely everything has it, felt kind of rushed and forced. Yeah, I did really it's like, like uh, it's Charles like the, Soul's the square, It's the square peg thing. It's just not. It's, yeah, it's the right color, it's not sitting in the in the, the shape of the right way. And I don't know. They need somebody. Um, they need to do something, but maybe they just don't have an idea. But there's a TV show on that people like, and they have to keep putting the book out. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's where we're at. You know, but and and even doing like this stuff, this big shit with you know Mayor Fisk and everything. Ultimately, we all know that he's not going to be the mayor in the end. And what's the big fucking deal anyway? Like Lex you know. Luthor is president. But and President Lex was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, so and good. That, and that had a build up. That yeah. was yeah. a fun. That was a fun. We had the whole election cycle. kind of status quo for a while. President Lex made sense. Like I would buy Lex Luthor. Absolutely can do something like that. Yeah, I mean we have no something qu- like that. Happening no question right now. No, because Lex Luthor is actually intelligent. Well, right, right, right. <laughs> I just met the supervillain. Evil, but intelligent. Not just dumb and evil. Other, you other know. than the massive genius of Lex Luthor, they're exactly the same. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, yeah. And the toupee, or whatever. The, the piece. <laughs> He's the greatest crim- criminal mind of our time. <laughs> as Gene Hackman would say. Well, he might be, he might be the most infamous. I the greatest. He's a pretty horrible criminal, it looks like. But oh, yeah. um, definitely the most infamous. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Brian, always good to talk to you, sir. Yeah, have a good weekend, guys. Thank you for your call. You do the you same. Too, Brian. Lord Later. God Emperor, is that the God Emperor of the we THN forum. out of yes. time, my bros. Oh, my that, God. Uh, that flew by. That really we did. Have, we have tons of time. I'm going to leave the ringer on uh, just for a little bit while we talk about our shit. Yeah, let's do it. Just in we, case. We've got some fun discussion in the chat, mostly about Keith. Oh, cool. Uh <laughs> Taylor Long says Keith is an old man and then sends a <laughs> smiley emoji with heart eyes. Uh, Taylor's a kid that I work with. He's one of my one of my dudes, his friend. He he plays in my D or in my D D campaign that I play. Oh and nice. It's bad. I'm, uh, ter- I'm Tom terrible. Barrett says it's Matt games. and a Sasquatch. <laughs> yep. Sasquatches don't wear glasses, Tom. Nice try. <laughs> they do. Uh, and Patrick, our friend Patrick Cavanaugh. 
says that he loves the current Daredevil and y'all are nuts. No, he does not. I am not he's buying that. He's being contrarian. Yeah. He's got he's to call and tell Real cool, real. Patrick. <laughs> Patrick, call right now and defend Daredevil. <laughs> Do it, wimp. Um, I agree with what you said, though. Charles Soule's She-Hulk was pretty good. Other totally, than that, totally. not a lot of Charles Soule stuff I can think of that I really loved at Marvel. Swamp Thing was one of the no, shining and, and stars he's in gotten, He's gotten this reputation as a as a writer that people like. Yeah. But I'm like, I, I didn't really follow his Swamp Thing. And so I haven't read a ton of stuff by Charles Soule that has really knocked my socks off. I even have this thing in my head where I'm like, I, I really like Charles Soule. I can't sit here and name a bunch of his work that I, I love. I really think it's like saturation. Like everybody, like Maybe. he's on right. so many yeah. books. That he's people like, oh, he's great. The then why don't we say the same thing about Cullen Bunn? <laughs> but we have said the same thing about Cullen Bunn at Marvel. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, look, I love Cullen Bunn. And I think everything he's doing outside of Marvel <laughs> is Patrick, wonderful. Patrick. Patrick. Oh, boy, here we go. Oh, here we go. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, what do you want to fight about? Hey, boo. Hey, this is Aquaman and Daredevil superfan Patrick Cavanaugh. Patrick Cavanaugh, you're calling to defend Charles Daredevil? Uh, I am in no way being contrary. I really like the current run on Daredevil. Really? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Muse is, was an awesome character, um, and that was a fun story. And I'm totally into the Mayor Fisk storyline, especially with this last uh, issue. Okay. I'm excited to see where it goes. Where do you come down on Blind Spot? Uh, I could, I could mm-hmm. take or leave Blind Spot. Yep. Blind Spot sucks. <laughs> kind of sucks. Yeah. It was kind of fun for a little while. Um, I don't know why he's still around. I don't yeah. care anymore. Yeah. Like at, at first, it was kind of cool. Like, oh, he has this like protege he's training and whatnot. And, but now, like, whatever's going on with him and whatever, the uh, getting his eyes yeah. back and becoming super powered or something now. Yeah. That's, uh, I, don't, I don't need that. I don't need it. And um, I don't care. <laughs> but I, the, the Mayor Fist thing, like, where he was, uh, he was a write-in and he got all the votes because he, he held up the city during that last event, what it, what a, whatever it was, um, when it was in a bubble. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was uh, during the Damnation or whatever. Secret Empire. Oh, Secret Empire. That's right. See, right, right, right. Um, like, I, I bought that. Like, yeah, he was in there. He was in the, in the city, and people leaned on him, and he, he stepped into leadership role. So when it was over, they're like, yeah, we'll make him mayor. I buy it. It's fine. Okay. I mean, fine. That's true. That's I true. Just, I, just, I just felt rushed and kind of silly, and it feel like it's gone on too long. And I don't need, spoiler alert, I don't need Matt Murdock as the mayor of New York. No. Oh, well, I mean, but that's you like know a it's temporary. Like, you know that, it's that's just, just sort of the, 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 the culmination of the storyline. And I don't think it went on too long because it's, you know, it's kind of wrapping up now. I suppose. But, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. Okay. That's fair. I'll take that, Patrick. That's fair. Do you have any collecting and, lows? What? Yeah, the question of the week lows? was uh, collecting mistake that you made. At some point, like you spent oh, too much I've, money on something you really wanted, or you traded away um, something choices. and you regret it. You only make good collecting choices. I've only ever made good collecting choices. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> okay. I, I'm I, uh, absolutely true. You're actually the, one <laughs> of the only people. He's confident in all of his decisions. You're one of the only people that I, I would actually buy that from. Yeah. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't have any regrets. I mean, there's been times like I've bought something and then I found it a little bit cheaper, but nothing, you know, later, but nothing that's like a huge amount. Fair enough. Um, I, I think I, I, I pride myself on my good taste. Most of the stuff that I've bought collecting wise has gone up in price or up in value. Um, and yeah, 
I, I don't have any regrets. Okay, he's, then. And he's now the, he's got a sweet Transformers collection, and I am very envious. Yeah, nice. he doesn't. I, I regret none of those choices either. I mean, sometimes I do. It's like, uh, I look at my shelf like, this is a lot of money. But at the same time, <laughs> I sit down when I'm watching you guys and I'm transforming shit and I'm having a good time. Like, yeah, yeah let's turn Robin's Prime into the, 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 the car trailer. This is fun. Fuck I just, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I play with them all the time. <laughs> That's fantastic. You're not supposed to play with your toys. They're worth money, sir. Okay? You're doing it wrong. No, Fuck these that. ones not. <laughs> I, I just untransformed all my sea sprays into robot mode while I was watching you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm a like, little jealous, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Patrick, thank you for your call and your defense of Daredevil. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, guys. Talk to you later. All right, later. later. See you, bud. Okay, let's get into us. Hold on. Uh, r- real quick, Joel, uh, Joe McAlunis wants to know, is Charles Soule still writing Darth Vader? Does anybody uh, still read that book? The Darth Vader book ended and is restarting as I'm something doing collections. else. But I believe no, it was No, it restarted a while ago. Yeah. No, that's true. And I believe it is still Charles Soule. Yes. I am way behind on he it. He was But that book, he's Joe McLean is absolutely right. Yeah. That book is wonderful. But he didn't start writing he it. He didn't start writing no. it. At first it was what's his it name? It was Kieran Gillen. Kieran, Kieran Gillen, Gillen. Thank yeah. you. Who But Soule took over and it was still wonderful. It was still yeah. very very good. Was it wonderful, or do we just feel that way because we all love No, 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 no. It's like, look, there is none of the Marvel Star Wars books that are coming out presently that I don't think are good. I'm really behind. They're all really, really good. And as much as it pisses me off, even ones that touch on prequel shit, I'm like, God damn it, this is still pretty good. You know what? I kind of just lost interest in the Star Wars reboot. I just... Only because you stopped reading it. I guarantee if you picked up any of those Star Wars books and started reading again, you'd be like, yes, I'm in. 100%. We are getting I did really like his Lando miniseries. It was great. That was yeah, good. Yeah. It was wonderful. With art by Alex Maliev. Am I the only person who is like really upset that in uh, uh, The Last Jedi, like the guy they went to go find was Benicio Del Toro instead of Lando Calrissian? Should have just been Lando. Like old man Lando? Yeah, they go to the casino planet. It should have been Lando. I would have been all right with that. Yeah, I yeah, would have been fine with it. Um, I, Master you know what? I mean, Lando. I wonder if <laughs> what's Billy D. I Williams if doing? They're just a little bit worried about putting Billy D. back in that cape. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why not? I think, have him have I a cold forty. Like, when was the last time Billy, Billy D. Williams was in anything? I think he's lost his marbles. Cool. <laughs> it would have been even better. Now, my only problem with Benicio del Toro was the weird decision to make him do the. Stut, 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 I think it was his thing or whatever. His, I think it was his decision. Oh, he I guarantee does, it. Was. Yeah, he does that stuff. I guarantee everything. it. Was. I don't. You know, they turned the cameras on and Benicio del Toro just did it, and yep. they were like, "Okay, cut." Um, so can we talk about that for a second? He's like, "No, that stays." And they're like, <laughs> "All right, no. yes, yeah. sir, Mr. Del Toro." Nobody puts Benicio in a corner. Very, Nobody. Very good, Mr. Del Toro. You know. <laughs> I think like when Michael Jordan shows up to do underwear commercials and he's got a Hitler mustache and yeah, they're all like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And no one can tell him. <laughs> like a shade. He'll dunk like, on me. I'm Michael fucking Jordan, you know? Yeah, I look like Hitler. Whatever. Roll. <laughs> also, it's been it's been a hot minute since I've talked to you guys and in that time, I finally saw Justice League. Okay. It was a piece of shit. It's fine. No, it wasn't That's fine. No, it's not It's you not as bad. It was a colossal you, you piece of shit. You want it to be as bad yeah. as you want so it to be, the but problem. it's not as bad as It was a colossal Superman piece of shit. And you know what I'm super sick of? I am so fucking sick of comic book resources and comicbook.com going, Scott Snyder reveal, or not Scott Snyder, whatever. Uh, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. Snyder reveals what was really going to happen in this fucking outtake that no one cares about except for these white supremacist psychopaths on the fucking internet. You know, like, 
fuck off with this. Yeah. It was not a good movie. It right. didn't make as much money as Wonder Woman. Okay? Let's focus on that, shall we? It's pretty cool. Fuck that movie. Fuck your dumb Snyder like conspiracy theories. Leave it the fuck alone. Okay? I just thought it was I just thought it was like a video game and I was like It looked like a fine. goddamn video game. It's fine. The effects it's, were not great. The story was bad. I kind of just like turned my love of DC Comics completely off. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, and watch yeah, it. yeah. And you're you like, have to. You're like, I don't know if I if I go in pretending like I don't know anything about these characters, it's fine. Yeah. The 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 <laughs> plot was weak, but there were lots of moments that were enjoyable. I thought Ezra Miller I was. I chalked those up to Joss fun. Whedon's involvement. Yeah, I thought Ezra Miller was fun. Like as I a thought flash? he made a great yeah. flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was unrecognizable as Barry Allen. That is no, not, yeah, Barry, not Allen. Barry Allen. No, it's definitely not my Barry Allen. Nothing Barry Allen about it's. It's not but, anybody's but Barry Allen. Like, I'm not talking about like I'm it's not Earth talking about my own Snyder. baggage with DC and what I wish for. I'm saying, in the moment, I saw the Justice League movie and I th- and I enjoyed more of it than I was expecting to. Hmm. Yeah, same, same. That's, I thought it was a massive pile of crap and I did not well, care not, about it. Hey, it's not good. Enough man. about this. Shout out to Shasta. Former THN copy editor. Shasta! Oh, shit. Watching us on Facebook for, I think, the first time ever. What up, girl? Shasta. How'd you been? What up? Damn, Shasta. I gave her that nickname, by the way, because I couldn't remember her real name. <laughs> she went to C2E2 with hey, us. She did. She Jana. did. It's Jonna. I know it now, yeah. but like back in the day, I just started calling her Shasta, and I was like, that's your, that's your name. There She's you cool, go. people. That's how I sign nicknames. I forget your name, and then I just start calling you something else. Okay, let's get into our friggin' answers and get the hell out of here. Yeah, the ringer off. I gotta please. take it's, it's off. I gotta take uh, the current Mrs. Bomb out for sushi. Or she's gonna get super hangry. I've so. gotta, I've gotta get ready for sleep. Okay, so that's a band, not the activity. My collecting, okay, big collecting mistake that I've made, and I have made it several times, uh, and it focuses around one of my all-time favorite films, Blade Runner. I have bought that movie on DVD no less than six times. Two of those <laughs> times were one was a Blade Runner Blu-ray that the b- came the briefcase came in the briefcase. I have it. I have it. And I thought this is going to be so fucking cool. And I'm going to spend a hundred and sixty fucking dollars on this thing <laughs> yep. on Amazon. I pre-ordered it. Like, gotta have it. Yep. Gotta have it. Yep. The briefcase shows up. It is. Probably about 10 inches. It's tiny. No, it's bigger than you think it is. It's maybe a foot. I just moved it. It's it, like a foot. Yeah, maybe. It's like a foot. It is not a, it's like, not a... It's not a hefty briefcase. No, I thought I was going to be walking around with a goddamn briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was going to be so cool. It was a plastic piece of shit. Yeah. You know, and the movie transfer wasn't anything different than the other Blade Runner I no. had. And then... I decided I had to buy another Blu-ray edition of Blade Runner that came with a replica of the car. Oh, my God. I had God. to have it. It was $75. I'm like, look at that. And it was like die-cast model of the car. You know how big the car was? Hot wheel size? About the size of a fucking hot wheel. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. That's incredible. And I can't bring myself to part with either of them. I still no, have them both. I, it's yeah. fucking stupid. Doesn't fit. Neither of which fit on my DVD shelf. No. I don't even know where that fucking car is. The truth. I think I threw it. I think I got something <laughs> out of threw it. Drunkenly. Just, <laughs> like, oh, God out of here. damn this thing. <laughs> Joe Patrick, do you have an answer? Um, Not really a specific answer, but like when I was helping all those kids. When I was single... When I was a single man and I had moved out on my own, uh, I really started getting heavy into collecting uh, indie comics that I had missed out on or or really great 
uh, mature readers stuff like Sandman that I had missed out on Preacher porn comics uh, Transmet uh, yeah porn comics naturally <laughs> Vampirotica yeah a lot of Vampirotica Housewives at Play uh, and oh my god I can't count the number of times that I like floated checks knowing I didn't have the money to get like the next 10 or so issues or the next two trades of something that I was trying to like catch up on. Um, like I ended up with a whole run of Hellblazer trades, uh, the trade. that I ultimately really? had to sell on eBay Yeah, because <laughs> I spent too much damn money. Um, like, so yeah, listen, when I was a single dude, I was real dumb with my money and comics. Fair it enough. was a bad scene. Yeah, I remember. You were trying to fill that hole with comic books for a long time. Yeah, and uh, it got it got to the point where, like, I'm going to have to take my profile, which has, like, 60 titles on it, and cut it down to 10, or else I'll have to stop reading comics forever. And then... <laughs> I got a job at Krypton. Yeah, I was gonna say, all you had to do, uh, all we had to do, is like take comics into the bathroom at Krypton, read yeah. them very gingerly, and then put them back on the shelf, and no one would know. Yeah. You know, <laughs> except for those poo particles. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you bought a comic book uh, from Krypton Comics between the years of 2001 and 2007, <laughs> that comic book has been flagged. Yeah, sixty uh, <laughs> percent chance it was read in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, hey. hey. Don't act like it was just me, bomb. No, I'm not saying what, I just told you that's what I was doing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Keith, but tell like, us the story. For real, if I hadn't gotten if I hadn't gotten my foot in the door in in actually working in in comics, like I'd I'd have well, probably comics, comics retail anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, look, I'm part of the comics industry. I'm just all gonna right, say it. all right. Yeah, for I'm sure. A, I'm a comic I'm a comics insider. Ask me anything. Gotcha. <laughs> Keith. Look for my AMA on Reddit. <laughs> Okay, um, so mine is about music. Okay, uh, I have many collections that I try to whittle down sure. all the time. But uh, my main collection is records. Yeah, you know, and, and like when I was younger, record when we when we were young ch chaps in the music scene, sure, yeah, vinyl was insanely cheap. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so cheap. And uh, I was, you know, booking shows at Cog Factory to like the one local punk venue, and like I would get free stuff from people. Sure. And then I would like build relationships with like label dudes, punk rock labels. Yeah. Same and, here. They would yeah. send us shit all the time. And, and I would trade stuff with these guys, and I had collections. I had a collection of test presses that was amazing. Oh man. I had. I had. All this cherry stuff from like Hydrahead Records and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I sold it all when I went to school so that I wouldn't have to work. Because I'm a dumbass. You are so fucking lazy. I don't, I'm not anymore. <laughs> all I do is work. Um, I sold, but like at the time, yeah, yeah I was I sold lazy. all I was like, my old school, like straight edge hardcore yep, seven yep. inches to like Dude, kids in Japan. I, yeah, I, I sold These everything. Kids in Japan were paying insane prices. I sold everything to Japan and Europe. Yeah. And it was, I, oh God, the, yeah. the, the, the amount of money that would be worth now. Oh yeah. I've like, looked well, I don't in, even I've care looked, about that. I've I, looked into it. I'm like, so I, I, I just so want I can, my old insight seven inches back, you know, oh, yeah. like, like so God damn it. <laughs> I, I, I sold it so that I could like live, you know, not comfortably, but like, so I could just get by while going to school Sure, for a while. Yeah. Then I took out loans. I sold my walking dead number one to like pay some shit yeah. off. And now 
If I had kept all that stuff and I sold it now, I could pay off my debts. Sure. Fair (laughs) enough. And I'm like, oh, God, why did I get rid of all that stuff? I mean, it was so cool. All right. We got to get the hell out of here. That's enough of this bullshit. Before we do. Real real quick, real quick, real quick. Real quick. Real Real quick. (laughs) Last week, I promised a story about our buddy Joel Ballard. Oh, yes. Good dude. Uh, (laughs) I remember very distinctly him coming to work at the comic shop with us uh, one day. Uh, really down because the night before he had gotten super drunk <laughs> and bought a three pack of Spider-Man bow and mini busts on eBay for way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, oh man. What were the mini busts? Which one? I, I, mean, I, you well, know, I hope something minibus, sucked uh, at least. Yeah. So it would, it would have been basically the same sculpt, but like three different costumes, probably. Oh, so like classic costume, amazing. black costume, and then whatever the other right. one. Three oh, paint jobs God. for like 300 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like, he got super <laughs> hammered, went on eBay. That's amazing. Spent an irresponsible amount of money on statues. Nice. I am glad uh, I don't drink because I would... I, oh, dude. Yeah. There's, I, I have the eBay app on my phone, and it is a bad I idea. get presents from Drunk Map Bomb sometimes, <laughs> like middle of the week. It'll be like, what <laughs> is this? And I like open it up, and I'm like, when did I? And I look, and it says like Thursday at 2 a.m., you know? And I'm like, oh, Drunk Map Bomb thought I would yeah. really like this. My buddy but, Derek. Like, that, like your cat that brings yeah. like dead things into the house. Like, look, it's for you. You know, like Drunk Map Bomb wants me to buy a lot of shit. The guy I gave that waifu, <laughs> the, the guy I gave your waifu pillow to, he, he does that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah, I have a whole collection of uh, esoteric like black metal right behind you. That drunk yeah. Matt bomb. Oh. Now sober Matt I've, bomb loves it too. Yeah, <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying to figure out a way to pull it off your shelf and take it with me. So. Sorry, <laughs> I'd have to kill you. Before we get out of here, Joe Patrick, I need you to give these kids a question of the week to think about. Hey, I've got one. one. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have a goocher. Oh boy. Oh, sh- Harv, he's doing it again? I couldn't, I had to pick it. This week's question again comes from Harvey Locust. Okay. The dude. Via the THN forums. I'm going on my very first real vacation in April. Hey. We're going to be hitting Legoland and the, and Universal to check out the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh, lucky. Want to go? Sounds very fun. I want to go somewhere. That got me to thinking if you could take a full on all expenses paid trip to any fictional place <gasps> in comics, movies, shows, books, whatever. Okay. Jesus. Where would you go? Bonus, it, you get to bring one THN cover-to-cover collar to bring with you. Okay. Who is it? Okay, oh. so Joe, you and I have to take each other, obviously. Yeah, I mean, clearly. Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, else- no, actually, no. I already have my answer, and you're not invited. You son of a bitch! <laughs> What the fuck? (laughs) Uh, Whatever. Well, maybe I didn't want to go. You ever think about that? God. Hey, I just wanted to point out that the three of us are like the OG legend crew. Yeah. Before it had coffee. It's true. We're like the only guys yeah. that didn't own the place. Yeah. You used to run there. the counter while Joe and I did the podcast. Oh, yeah. On a little was, desk there. Keith, come was, in. Keith was present for the very first recording of Two Headed Nerd in Legend Comics and Coffee. Yeah, we'll I was trying real like, hard not to laugh really hard. And be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And like, <laughs> uh, we're recording a podcast. Like, why? You know, like, <laughs> What's uh, a podcast? Yes, I don't know. He watched the counter while <laughs> I was supposed to be working so that I could record a podcast. Sorry, Jason. I hope you're not listening. You're not listening. You're watching the internet. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, that's it. Thanks a lot for everybody that joined us. We had a good time. You can always thank you, Stately Lord Fungus, for calling from from our former conquerors. Yeah, (laughs) 
Uh, you can always call us at 402-819-4894. You can leave us a message whenever you would like. They if you're at us. C2E2, go get us some intros, okay? Yeah. And then just send us MP3 files. Ask famous people the question of the week and record yes. that too. Dauphine Zaniga is there. I'd love to hear her, some of her collecting mistakes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right uh, now. Shout out, to, shout out to our sponsor, Midwinter. Midwinter? Thanks yes. for oh, cool, sponsoring cool. us this month. This is their last sponsorship episode. Their, uh, their Kickstarter ends on Monday, and they are only like 300 bucks away from the goal. We can get oh, them there. Man. We can yeah, get them let's there. Let's do it, people. We can do it. Go to Kickstarter, Kick search Midwinter. Start. You will find it. There's also a link to them in the notes of this show. Thank you, everybody, that tuned in. Thank you, everybody, that uh, chatted on Facebook. I need more of you to call us, okay? Quit being yeah. wieners. I know you're out there and you're listening. All yeah. right. Shasta, call. Yeah, come on, Shasta. I miss you, baby. But for now, this is the Two-Headed Nerd. Signing off. Bye.